On today's episode, why do so many buildings fall during earthquakes? Today's episode is brought to you by engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on engineering.com TV today. We've all seen the images from the February 6th earthquake in Turkey and Syria, and as of now, the death toll is estimated at over 41,000. The quake carried a moment magnitude of 7.8, although this figure has been commonly reported by the mass media as a Richter scale measurement. In fact, two earthquakes occurred nine hours apart within 16 miles of each other in Karamamaras province near the Turkish-Syrian border. It's the worst earthquake in Turkey since 1939 and the deadliest globally since the 2010 Haiti earthquake. Deaths caused by collapsed buildings were widespread, with as many as 6,000 residential and commercial buildings collapsed in Turkey alone. While it's too soon to conduct a full engineering analysis of the construction methods and modes of collapse in those buildings, as yet unconfirmed allegations of shoddy workmanship and lax oversight of deviations from standard design practice are widespread in global media. But how does an architect or civil engineer design for earthquake preparation? A conceptually simple but highly effective strategy is called base isolation. The concept is to design supports for the building structure that pass primary loads vertically to the foundation, but tolerate shearing forces by displacing laterally under earthquake conditions. Rubber isolation blocks, springs, bearings, and low coefficient of friction pads can keep amplitudes and structures within design limits to protect both the building and the people inside. Fire is a major threat in the immediate aftermath of seismic events, and natural gas piping is commonly equipped with earthquake isolation valves in seismically active areas. Multiple technologies exist to prevent widespread collapse, as seen in this recent disaster, and Turkey itself embarked on a 10-year project between 2004 and 2015 called the Istanbul Seismic Risk Mitigation Project. The $550 million project improved that large city's capacity for disaster emergency management and improved measures for enforcing building codes and land use regulations within the metropolitan area. National building codes in Turkey have been regularly updated to reflect seismic risk, with a major revision occurring in 2018, replacing 2007 standards. The extensive revision added new standards for high-rise, seismically isolated cold-form steel and wooden buildings. With the success of the Istanbul project combined with modern building codes, the root cause analysis of this disaster suggests two possibilities. Old, pre-code buildings and or lax regulatory enforcement. Turkey has a large state-of-the-art civil engineering industry and has built modern, highly complex projects such as the recently completed Çanakkale Bridge over the Dardanelles Strait, the longest suspension bridge in the world. Forensic investigation of the collapse of major buildings in the earthquake will determine where fault lies and the civil engineering community worldwide will be watching to see if standards, enforcement, or both are tightened during the lengthy rebuilding process. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Week in Engineering. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow the topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.